You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could be with me. You know, here in La Quinta, California, out by Palm Springs, oh my goodness, guess what? (sighs) Season's here. The cool weather has arrived, and I am so, so excited. What's really amazing to me is that we went through a period of 125-degree weather. It was hot, but because that started out so early, we have adapted to it. So now it's been, what, 102 And to me, I go outside and I sit underneath my mango tree to meditate. And guess what? (laughs) It feels like it's about 85 degrees. In other words, our body acclimates to our environment. Isn't that amazing? So an amazing discovery for me is that no matter what is going on, your body senses and then becomes very familiar with it. And that's kind of like the law of attraction. You know, with the negative thoughts, which are necessary, but it's so familiar, your body starts adapting to it. It's just like positive thoughts. Your body starts adapting to it. Now, with the negative thoughts, you are tensing up that DNA to really restrict. So that's the problem. You really can't stay or even obtain health. But when you're in a better place or a better frame of of mind, you just radiate this positivity. And that's what the law of attraction is all about because we are bringing to us that which we are desiring and vibrating to. (laughs) It's really kind of simple. If you think of the outside world as simply a reflection of how we feel about us individually, well, then you're getting a better grasp of your emotions and how they play out into your reality. It's really fascinating. We're going to be talking about this more and more. But one of the great things that we are going to be talking about tonight is with Brian Heater. Uh, I am so tickled to have him on because he is really the mindfulness teacher. He incorporates nature, mindfulness, intuition, all into this thing that we can comprehend the law of attraction a little bit more. And uh, Brian's got some really powerful things to say. So I'm so glad you could be with us to hear Brian Heater. He has a wonderful site. If you are online right now, if you want to go check it out, it's called transformingourselves.com. And you can follow along with what he is saying 
I am just really tickled to have him on. Now, before we bring out Brian, though, I do want to give you a special announcement. You know, we are the publishers of Law of Attraction magazine, and it's hugely successful after only three years. I mean, we are having the time of our lives with it getting to interview all of these well-known personalities. Well, we have decided that we are going to start being the printer of this magazine. Now, it's been printed before, but now we are doing it with our own printer, not giving it to another company. So, what that means is, one, you can subscribe now and have the magazines mailed to you at 60% less than what the other company was charging. So it's quite, quite affordable, and I think you're going to love it. We are also going around and uh, taking retail sales. So you'll find them in spiritual bookstores. You'll find them at metaphysical bookstores and quite a few churches, spiritual living. We will give you a detail where you can go and find those and just purchase it right then and there. Or you can just go to lawofattractionmagazine.com and sign up for a subscription now. You can do one copy, three copies, or six copies, which is equal to a year's subscription. So just go there, sign up, and we will be so delighted to mail you out a beautiful copy of Law of Attraction magazine. So with that, let's take a fast break and we'll be right back with our special guest tonight, Brian Heater. It's here. It's hot. And it's a must-read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Dot N-E-T. Well, welcome, Brian Heater, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I am so thrilled to have you with me tonight. Thanks, Jules. Yeah, it's great to be here. Appreciate it. And you're way up there in Oregon, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm up here, up north. Uh, yeah, we've been having some fires this year, but we're getting rain now. The fall's coming, so... That's good news for, for us. For the, for the fires especially. Now they'll be all drowned yeah, out. Yeah, I know. You've, yeah, we've had them all over the West. So let's, uh, yeah, let's hope for some rain for all of us. That'll be Isn't great. Isn't it amazing that that, is, that went on the exact same time as the hurricanes? It's like, okay, so we have a little bit of turmoil going on here. <laughs> Yeah, we sure do. Uh, yeah, the weather patterns. Uh, of course, we're all familiar with global warming, which could be part of it, or probably is. And, yeah, there's a lot going on in the world. And, yeah, the weather has been pretty extreme. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, put out put out good uh, good thoughts for all the people. 
Yes. Um, that, you know, have lost homes. And yeah, because things, they've so. lost homes with fires. They've lost homes with, with the hurricanes. And, oh, my goodness, it's just very, very tough right now. And I just want to send my love to everybody and know that we're sending you yeah. good vibes to yeah. bring you back up to creating or recreating. Uh, something totally different and wonderful for you. So that's all good. Yeah, there, there, there we go. Good. Sending out good energy, good vibrations. Exactly. Definitely. So, Brian, you have been a mindfulness coach for quite a while now. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey into spiritual consciousness? What pushed you in that direction? Yeah, see, I, I guess I had my first awakening when I was 19. I'm um, 53, so it's been 30-some-odd years. Um, and uh, I just, it, I awakened to some deeper meaning. I was kind of searching as a teenager and went to college and uh, took some great classes and met some great people and learned about some various, you know, some of the different alternative spiritualities and... Um, you know, law of attraction and uh, and uh, new thought philosophies, and uh, it just opened up my mind and and my heart too. And I was a little bit. I became an activist at first, uh, environmental activist in Oregon. That's a big thing up here, and um, then a social activist. So I I put kind of put my energy into that for a long time. But I was trained as a counselor too. Um, I got my degree in that, in communications. And so I worked with at-risk youth for many, many years, about 15 years. Um, and so that's that was my initial counseling experience, is working with them. And then I, I brought in some of the tools um, and techniques that I've learned through, um, you know, studying various alternative, you know, spiritualities and, uh, you know, different things like that. And... Uh, you know, because I, I really think there's a lot of things we need to do, a lot of things we need to change. And I was just, my awakening, I was blown away by, you know, just this new world. And I was so excited about it. And so I wanted to help other people. And so I, I did a lot of good work with youth. And eventually I got out of that. I, I did some things in nonprofits and did some green entrepreneur things, different businesses, um, and then I started my current business, Transforming Ourselves, about 10 years ago. And so uh, so I got out of counseling for a little bit. I was, Like I said, I was doing it more indirectly um, and writing quite a bit. And then I said, well, I want to get back into it and really help people again. And so I've also studied a lot of mindfulness and meditation, so a lot of Eastern philosophies. Um, and so that's kind of what led me to where I am today. I've been in this this particular business about 10 years, but I've been in counseling for about 30 years. And so um, so I'm excited uh, to continue helping people in any way I can. So do you find with counseling that one of the things they lack in the public realm is the spirituality component? Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, and... It, it was kind of frustrating um, being, yeah, working in the, in the government situation. Although, it, you know, it really depends on what agency you're working with and, you know, who's kind of running the show, you know, the managers. 
people are a little more open these days. When I started, yeah, 30 years ago, it was a little more closed um, about that stuff. People are a little more familiar now with mindfulness, of course, and even meditation. And the law of attraction even is, is, you know, more mainstream now, which is great. So all those things are a little more familiar. But, yeah, 30 years ago was different. But I've, I've seen kind of a positive evolution in that and, and even in the government agencies, even though I don't work with them too much anymore. I still do a little bit uh, indirectly through some of my workshops and stuff. But I have seen a positive evolution of consciousness and and open and people being more open minded. So that that's that's a good thing. Yes, and you know when um, in my practice when I ask someone what is your spiritual background, they automatically assume that word means religion, and it's the furthest right. thing from religion. Um, so right. I have to kind of redirect them, but. I always get what they were raised as. I'm going, oh, okay, well, what do you really think about spirituality? So it's it's still a new subject for a lot of people. And I'm glad Definitely. to hear that in counseling, you were helping people to discover their their spirituality through meditation and mindfulness. So with having said that, can you explain the mindfulness what what does that mean? Yeah, mindfulness, you know, it's kind of a broad term, and of course you hear it more and more, and, and there's actually mindfulness trainings uh, in the military with police departments and in schools. Uh, my sister was telling me the other day they're doing mindfulness training with, uh, with elementary kids, oh, which wonderful. is great. And so basically mindfulness, um, and it has to do too with conscious living, which we'll talk about. That's one of my you know, main emphasis, too, in my work. Uh, mindfulness, to me, is just being aware uh, of your thoughts and your actions, you know, your words and your thoughts and, uh, you know, how you treat other people, how you treat yourself, too, how you treat the world, you know, the Mother Earth, and uh, just being more aware um, on a daily basis of, and being more conscious of, of what we do as people. And, um, and so what I offer, I've learned from, you know, there's so many people teaching us, so many great masters and, and uh, people. Uh, but, you know, there's lots of tools and techniques that we can use to, to gain a, a, a deeper mind or, a, you know, to gain more mindfulness, so to speak. So that's what I try to do is with each person or through my workshops, you know, I, I, you're talking about religion. And I've studied a lot of the world's religions and different alternative spiritualities. And, yeah, a lot of people really don't want to, to follow a particular religion. If they do, that's great. But a lot of people are looking more for a practical spirituality, a day-to-day spirituality. And so my mindfulness kind of fits under that. You know, it's you're not pushing religion. Uh, and you're pushing kind of some cool techniques and tools that can really help you know, help the world and help yourself, make you a, a better, a happier person. And um, so that's kind of what mindfulness is to me. There, You know, again, it's a huge field, um, but there's so much great stuff out there on, on mindfulness. And again, it's, it's 
becoming more popular even down with elementary kids so that's i think that's a positive step that i'm seeing so it is connecting with the spiritual realm it is connecting to everyone around us it's kind of teaching your responsibility of what you're putting out in the world would you say that to be accurate Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think mindfulness and so a lot of the tools and techniques work on your inner self, you know, your inner revolution or your inner evolution, um, because you got to work on yourself first, but then it also, and this is what conscious living does too, then then it, it goes outward, you know, it reverberates outward, um, you know, again, how you, you know, treat other people, um, and, you know, there's a lot of things, so... So it's both an inner process of learning, you know, a little bit more uh, peace within, um, and and you know, d- deep listening is another thing. You know, learning good listening skills and compassion. I mean, loving kindness is a is a huge thing in mindfulness. And then you know, and then how we act to others, you know, how we treat others, and again, how we treat the earth too. Um, as we see all over the world, there's and in our country, you know, there's so much division and violence and stuff. And but we can change that consciousness. A lot of us are aware of that. And um, so mindfulness. Again, um, I've worked a lot with activists, and some people haven't done their inner work. And it's, so that's really important step is to do your inner work, your inner spiritual work, um, and connect with spirit in, in your own personal way, and then. And then reverberate that, you know, outwards to to the world and to others. So, does that? Yeah, it, that that's very good. So you concentrate on mindfulness with the intention that it's going to make you feel better about yourself. That it's going to bring you a more fulfilling life. Is that it? Oh, definitely. Yeah, um, and and a more peaceful life, which obviously is. is usually more fulfilling um you know life can be overwhelming and and stressful for people again with what's going on with the state of the world and politics and the weather and you know so many things and so but there's ways to to let go of that that doesn't mean not do anything you know um mindfulness again and conscious living is about action too about helping change the world for the better Um, but it does start within but then you know, you can do a lot of inner work, which is essential. But then again, it's important to do the outer work too, to to act with your deeds and your you know your words and your actions. Um, and we all can do our part, and we can do. You know, you don't have to change the world overnight. <laughs> uh, you can take small steps, baby steps. Every little step we do, you know, to help the world and to help others is is really important. That energy that we put out um, makes such a difference. And so that's, that's again, what mindfulness and conscious living is about. So the first step with that is always to heal within first so that you can reflect it out to the world. So whether you take an action yeah. step or not, you're joining the collective consciousness to, to really shape the world in not necessarily politics or anything else, but as far as love and appreciation and and happiness, because that's truly what mindfulness is that you want the world to be as happy as you are. Right. Yeah, exactly. So when you find that peace and the 
happiness within, it automatically, you know, changes people around you. It changes the energy, your energy itself. So it's it's very true. Very energetic. Fabulous. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and yeah, you, it, you, because you live up in Oregon, you are all about nature and <laughs> right. it's it's vital to actually raising your vibration and you also mentioned in your ebook which by the way i i want to make sure everybody knows about it it's 30 steps to conscious living what you talked about in there is actually grounding so you are connecting with the earth the mother earth and mm-hmm. and really increasing not only your vibration but Mother Earth too. Oh, definitely, yeah. So it's really important to 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 connect with the Earth and yeah, ground um, when you do your spiritual work. And what does so what you know does that grounding mean? Just for people who haven't heard about that before. Um, well, you know, again, Earth Earth spirituality in general goes back thousands of years. You know, the indigenous cultures, of course, they they practice the Earth spirituality and and the we can call it the shamanic ways too um and so i use a lot of those techniques uh the medicine wheel which uh has to do with the four directions and the four elements and then the four parts of ourselves um and so that's part of grounding is is being aware you know that we're connected to the earth we are physical beings we're more than that but that's you know part of us and you know we rely on the earth to live too and and the earth is alive mother earth is alive and we need to treat her with respect and compassion and um so when when like when i teach meditation or or prayer um you it's important to 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 ground into the earth so you can even visualize grounding like with your feet it's nice to have like bare feet um and it can be inside too and you visualize, uh, you know, connecting with the earth. You visualize your your feet or your energy going down into the roots, you know, like roots down into the earth. And then you, you know, however you want to do it, you you know, you give thanks to the earth and connect with the earth and, you know, ask how you can help. And, and then just always remember, uh, you know, to keep that connection even throughout the day, you know, to give thanks when you see the beauty of nature. It's such a transforming tool to us. There's so much beauty, you know, uh, every place from the mountains to the forest to the deserts to the oceans. Oh, my gosh. And so that's a way to ground is just even when you're walking or working or doing anything driving, you look outside and just look at the beauty and, and give thanks. So gratitude's part of that grounding, too. But to always be aware that we are connected to to the, the spirit of the earth and and, you know, she's part of us, too, so that's important. I think what's really fascinating, because you mentioned indigenous just, um, societies, they mm-hmm. all advocate taking off your shoes and not wearing shoes. Walk and <laughs> connect in the dirt. No matter what the mm-hmm. weather is like, because that brings you energy you're you're pushing energy right. down but it's coming back mm-hmm. up and and making you and that's actually how you feel so grateful because wow you're really getting the energy it's quite powerful oh 
Yeah, so so powerful. And yeah, the bare feet, you know, you don't have to do that way, but that's a great way to do it. That's how I do it when I do my meditations um, and I suggest that to people. Because, yeah, you do feel that energy more. You're, you're directly connected. Um, and, again, visualizing that, too, helps to bring that energy in. Um, and then verbalizing, too, you know, giving thanks and just smiling to thank you. You know, thank you for this beauty. Yeah. Um, it connects you. And it's, it's powerful, the, the energy of the earth. And, oh, I mean, there, there's so much abuse of the earth now. And it's, it's sad. It can be overwhelming at times. But there's... There's a lot of people are doing good, too, to try to change it. And I do see a positive change of consciousness. You know, we're dealing with a lot of, uh, you know, earth crisis, you know, and, uh, you know, a lot of negative things, too. But there's a lot of positive things. People are connecting more with the earth, and they're learning from our indigenous uh, brothers and sisters because um, there's some great philosophies. And those philosophies come from all of us, you know, um, the European roots even. In, anywhere, we, anywhere in the world, there's, there's this earth-based spirituality that goes back, you know, to, to our tribal ways. And, and we're incorporate that, that, incorporating that now into our modern life. And that's, I see a positive thing in, in our consciousness changing yeah. with, you know, with, with the earth spirituality being part of that. Yes, I've noticed because I'll go outside and sit underneath my mango tree and <laughs> have my shoes off, but let it right. soak up. And I even noticed with the Mayans on December 2012, uh, I was in Cozumel right. and Tulum and everybody that we had with us took off their shoes and held hands in this great big circle and we were (laughs) so connected i mean it was a powerful situation i mean oh my goodness i i i can't it's just brilliant (laughs) i just love it i can still feel it so that's very important and the message that you're trying to get out is that it's a part of experiencing life and matching the vibration so it's like we don't ever have to remain sad or disconnected we can gain it simply by taking off our shoes and appreciating nature right yeah definitely giving giving thanks and gratitude um even for our food which comes from the earth um you know giving thanks and 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 connecting to the energy as as much as we can and then, but then again, what conscious living and mindfulness goes into, we do have to take action too. We can, we can meditate and pray and reflect, um, and that raises the vibration that connects us with the earth. But then also, we we've got to protect the earth too. So that's you know that's another step. But the more you connect and ground with the earth, the more you want to do that too because you're connected and and you feel that connection, and so it makes you want to you know do better things for the earth or to walk lightly right, so right. a new movement is walking lightly or simple living you know and you know we don't need as much things um material goods as as before and so a lot of people are are you know they're looking for ways to to help and there's so many different ways you know what we buy what we don't buy you know, there's all kinds of different things we can do so so we so we do still need to take concrete actions to help the earth because there's a lot that needs to be done as we know um, but yeah, it all starts like you're saying with that spiritual, that groundedness, that energetic 
connection we have with Earth. That's very you important. You also mentioned about um, the, the praying over the food. And I have talked to many, many people that state if you can give the food a blessing, what you are doing mm-hmm. is negating the effects of GMOs. You're actually blessing the food to be healthful. No matter what, no matter what you are putting that energy and that blessing and releasing all of the negativity from the food. I just think that is wonderful. Yeah, yeah, no, that that anything you can do to be grateful and, yeah, to focus on that. I love that. Um, What, um, now, your book is all about conscious living. Just give us your Mm -hmm. definition of conscious living. What does that mean to the average person? Yeah, well, a lot of people, you know, that I coach and counsel and, and over the years, um, you know, they're looking again for for a, what I call a practical spirituality or um, they want a little deeper meaning in their lives. They want to they want to help change the world in their ways. But, you know, they can't go out and, you know, I mean, you know, we have to work. We have to take care of our family. So um so conscious living, I mean, the book, the subtitle of 30 Steps to Conscious Living is simple steps you can take to help change yourself and the world. And so I, I've already explained a little bit about mindfulness, conscious living. It's, it's working on your inner self, but then also acting, you know, with outer things that we do. And so that's basically the definition of conscious living. So in my book, I give 30 steps from some of our great masters and teachers, um, and, uh, you know, d- different people, uh, basically, you know, looked and said, what are some important things um, that we can, you know, do to to help be more conscious, be more aware, be more mindful? Again, it's connected to that. And so I put together, you know, these 30 steps. There's, a, you know, 100 steps, probably more. But I tried to put together some, some basic steps um, in the book. People kind of like guidebooks and, and steps, you know, I think it's important. And so, um, so what you can do is focus on, you know, one at a time and take small steps. And so people don't realize that the power that they actually have as an individual and what they can do and how they can change the world and how they can change themselves. And when they change themselves, they're changing people around them, too. They're, again, you talked a lot about energy and how, you know, when we're more at peace and we're more conscious and aware – then that energy reverberates out to other people, you know, kind of the ripple effect mm-hmm. we talk. Um, and so conscious living's about that. Again, you know, starting uh, with your inner self, changing that way, but then also, um, you know, what you do with your, your deeds and your words and your actions. So, um, so again, with my book, I try to give people simple steps they can take on a day-to-day basis, small steps, that can help change the world and change themselves. So. And as you experience them, you become more familiar with it, and soon it becomes second nature to you, so that you're evolving yeah. to a different level. And and that's what your book is accomplishing. It's it's very good. Um, Thank you. So you have a, a couple of chapters in there about the law of attraction, and you talk about the 51% tipping point of utilizing mm-hmm. the law of attraction. Now, how does that work? How do we even get to that 51% tipping <laughs> point? 
Right. Well, so people get overwhelmed and they think, um, or a lot of people do, that, you know, when you get on your your path of, you know, mindfulness, awareness, and consciousness, you, you have to be perfect, you know, and, you, you know, you can't break the rules, so to speak. And it's all a journey here in Earth School. Um, we got to be, you know, we have to love ourselves. Yeah. And so the 51% is basically what, they're, what we're saying and um, is – is that, okay, so we have all these thoughts that go through our mind during the day and actions too. And if if we can, if the majority of our thoughts are towards, you know, positive things and love and and um, that, that, that tips the scale. And so, again, you know, we can't be perfect. And so we are going to have negative thoughts. And we are going to get angry at times or make mistakes with people um and so again we you know and and so people have to realize you don't have to be perfect you don't have to be this perfect guru or or whatever you can make mistakes and you can learn from that and you can be again aware and conscious and maybe try not to make that same mistake but we do make mistakes every day it's just reality and so don't be too hard on yourself but if we can start focusing on the majority of our thoughts, that's the 51%. If we can focus on that and try to always kind of refocus our thoughts to the positive, um, to that higher vibration, then that makes a difference. That's the tipping point, so to speak. So I encourage people, again, to take those small steps. Don't be too hard on yourself. And just keep trying. You know, keep keep going on that positive vibration. And it, that that will change consciousness. That will change the world and change people's lives too. Right. So we didn't come here to be. Um, we came here to be humans, and to experience right. life as a human, and then how to go uh, uh, raise it up vibrationally. But we're always right. going to be human. That's okay. Exactly. That's okay. You're supposed to be. You might as well be a happy human. Right. <laughs> right. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If, yeah. if you're coming here, why not learn how to be happy? And bottom line, wouldn't you agree that we have a choice to choose happiness or we have a choice to choose mi- misery? What are we going right. to choose? So you have to take yeah. some action steps to be happy. <laughs> and that's what your book is all about. Yeah, definitely. And again, you know, if you're not happy one day or, you know, you're feeling kind of moody in the morning, you can change it, you know. You can change it through through your thoughts um, and you don't have to stay in that state. And again, if, if you do have some negative states once in a while, that's okay. You know, forgive yourself and move on. You know, you can change every minute, every second we can change ourselves and focus on that higher vibration. Um, it's all, like you said, it's all a journey on, a lot of people call this our, the earth school, so to speak, as, you know, spirit beings, we come here to learn, and, and, um, and, and you know, we're learning as humans, like you say, we make mistakes all the time, yeah. but if we can, you know, if we can focus on that positiveness and the journey towards the light and love, um, that makes all the difference in the world. But it is a journey, like you're saying, it takes... You know, it takes a lifetime, basically. So, maybe go ahead. Well, I'm just wondering, how do you 
choose? I mean, can you have the determination to stop thinking negative thoughts? And when you catch yourself in a second, you can flip the switch and say, no, I'm not going there. I'm going to go over here. And even if I have to distract myself Mm -hmm. to get into a better place, I have to do something that makes me happy. But, you know, it's so tough in this world. People are working Uh, um, nine to five jobs and they feel like they are stuck. They Mm. are working not for happiness, but for that dollar that is what feeds them and what feeds or or clothes their children or or they are really a slave to money and so what you're suggesting is going out and seeing the bigger picture of life and experiencing nature and experiencing Mm -hmm. that closeness of connection so that Mm -hmm. life can be so much more than getting that proverbial dollar. Yeah, exactly. Um, very important. And, uh, and we need to surrender to the journey, too. Um, you know, that's that's important part of it. Um, yeah, I mean, life can be overwhelming. And, and, you know, again, we're always learning and always growing. And so, again, that's what conscious living and, and again, mindfulness is. And that's what I do as a coach and a counselor is, is teach people tools and techniques that can, to you know, raise their vibration, can can get them to change, and um, you know we make mistakes, and um, like one of my steps is practice forgiveness. Oh, yeah. So um, you know, there's so many things we can do um, if if we make a mistake, if we operate or or do something on what I'll call lower vibration, you know, anger or you know something not not as compassionate as maybe we should be, but we can change that too. And and once we change that, it changes the vibration. It kind of erases that negativity. So so again, we, we have the choice always to change and be on that that higher vibration with with you know everything we do. So how important is it to know the reason why you're feeling that anger is it triggering something from the past because you're a counselor how how far do we go back what do we do do we just flip the switch and not look at the past at all or what what do you recommend no people have to look at the past a bit but you know people can dwell on it too much but yeah you know people do need healing um and they've gone through trauma or, or something that's affected them from their childhood or adulthood or, you know, whenever. Um, so, yeah, it is important to, to go back and look and try to heal some of that stuff. So there's various ways and techniques you can work on that healing and, and to, to get people to, to move on and to heal. So that is really important. You can't just forget about it. Um, Sometimes, though, people focus a little bit too much on that and not on the present. So, again, one of the steps of conscious living is be present. And um, and so, yeah, let's deal with our past. Let's heal some things. And I offer, you know, uh, you know, counseling in that department. But also, uh, it, mindfulness is about being present, too, with your current life and forgiving yourself, forgiving others for the past, and moving on, too. Mm-hmm. 
and being present and, and conscious and surrendering to the journey, knowing that the journey is going to have, you know, some mountains and valleys. I right. mean, you know, life can be tough at times. We know it can be struggle. Something comes up, and but it's how you react to that, um, which is important, too. And knowing that that's part part of the journey. It's an, uh, you know, an up and down thing. And, uh, and I always so, say with um, having a coach, a coach is able to pick up more because they're not involved emotionally like that person is. And when you're involved emotionally, you can skim right over that entire reason that has controlled your emotions for so long. Whereas a coach may take five minutes and they can pick it out just like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to, I think everyone should do, you know, have a mentor or have a coach or a counselor when they can or take workshops too. I mean, there's a lot of online stuff. Sure. Or there's all kinds of stuff you can do. Um, but yeah, sometimes someone from the outside helps you analyze yourself. And if, you know, you speak to them and they're listening, yeah, they can help you identify pretty quickly, you know, what's going on and then as a coach you know you give people steps to to move forward in their lives and and that's that's real important yeah and and sometimes just hearing the reason that somebody else is picking up sometimes something as simple as that can literally change a life in a second going oh my gosh duh why didn't i see (laughs) that it's it's really important and um i'm sure you pick out a lot of things that are actually blocking a lot of people from going forward yeah part of being a coach and a counselor is what i call deep listening and so um, you can use your intuition, too, the more you tune in. And again, that's part of meditation and mindfulness. You start tuning into that inner connection to the universal energy field. And so that you can help people in that way. Um, and and then, yeah, and listen. It's really important to listen to people. What are they saying, you know, and uh, paraphrasing again. Um, and really hearing them. A lot of people just need to be heard. Right. And and then through that, you know, you can you can give them steps and tools and techniques, you know, to to improve their life and to to heal and to to move on and be be more aware. It's it's amazing, yeah, when you can do that. It's that's the my favorite part of the job right. too is is helping people in that way yeah. and, and seeing these these changes, you know, and them they're saying, oh, you know. Yeah, okay, I didn't realize that. And then but as a coach and a counselor too, you know, you want to give people tools and techniques then to move forward, you know. Right. And and that's that's real important too. So you can analyze the past and heal stuff. And there's so many different healing fields out there that are just amazing, you know, that heal the energy and heal past trauma. Um but then you know, again for me as a coach and counselor, then I give people tools and techniques to to improve their life and to to raise their vibration. Yeah, and you have one uh, that you talk about in your book, um, Becoming a Miracle Worker. Uh, let's mm-hmm. chat about that. What does that mean? Well, how yeah. Do you, how so, do you become a miracle worker? <laughs> well, we all can be miracle workers. So sometimes we talk about the the you know the large miracles that happen, and, and miracles are the small ones are so important. And so, um, again, it has to do with, 
so we can help others. We can be a miracle worker. Um, by just a kind word or deed um, can change someone's life. It really can. Um, and, you know, compassion, loving kindness is, is so important. Um, and there's so many little things we can do throughout the day uh, for people. And so, so what I'm talking about being a miracle worker is those small little deeds and actions really change the vibration and and they can change someone's life i've seen it and so that's again being mindful and conscious about you know how we act and react to people mm-hmm. um and how we treat them and and you know every time we we treat someone with compassion it's a miracle you know it, it can change their lives it really can and so yeah. so we have that power within ourselves to be miracle workers, we we can, and it's just these small little deeds and actions that that change people's lives, and it changes the whole consciousness. And that's that's what conscious living's about: is taking these small steps um, and creating these small miracles that that changes the world and changes ourselves and the people around you. You know what um, I found in my practice is that the majority. Well, I would have to say all. <laughs> My clients all come in with one problem. They lack the self-esteem. They don't feel worthy. I think this is the common theme. And with your Mm -hmm. what you're talking about, uh, the consciousness and and becoming more alive, what you're doing, especially with this miracle worker, Every time you help another person, you're going to start feeling really confident about you. You're going to be feeling, and you're actually stepping outside of yourself to be of help. And you're removing Mm. all of the stigma that you've placed upon yourself. So that is the action step in which you are blossoming into loving yourself is to right. serving the world. Exactly. It works hand in hand. Self-love is real important. And yeah, you're right. A lot of a lot of all of us, you know, have some self-esteem issues or we feel bad or get sensitive. And, oh yeah. And but you you know, you got to love yourself and forgive yourself, you know, go light on yourself and and that's important. But yeah, helping other people, it it does it does change your life, you know, when you act in compassion to others and help the world and you know there's so many ways we can do yeah Um, it changes your life stepping outside of yourself to help Mm -hmm. another person makes all of your worries and and your things that you don't like about yourself kind of just disappear so that is a such a wonderful wonderful positive a stance, and and I know I saw the list of people that you studied, like Wayne Dyer and Eckhart Tolle, and and oh, all of yeah. that. I mean, huge list. I mean, of oh, yeah. <laughs> it, so many great oh, people. Oh yeah. yeah, and they're all saying, especially Wayne Dyer, is when you are loving and helpful to another person, you're only going to get that back, even if it's just you. Hmm. Yeah. Well, and they say, you know, we talk about the vibration. So it's you get what you put out to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, you know, varies, obviously, but 
but yeah, you put out love and, and you receive more love um, too. And so it's it's wonderful how it changes your your life. So you know, I, again, we all get angry, all, we get upset, we judge others. You know, again, love yourself, forgive yourself, but take steps to to change that. And once you do, um, it it changes your life. You know, it makes you so much more happy and and peaceful and and again take small steps that's that's all it takes you don't have to change your life overnight you know and so that's where people get a little more a little overwhelmed you know, on the spiritual path yeah. you know you don't have to be perfect but those those small little miracles those small little steps they do add up they change other people's lives they help the earth and they change your life, too. So, you know, it's a win-win situation. Absolutely, basically. absolutely. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the steps toward utilizing the law of attraction and being present. Can you give mm-hmm. us some steps to follow? Um, yeah, well, again, I, okay, so it's really important. Uh, part of my mindfulness training, pretty much all mindfulness trainings, um, again, I've learned this from so many people you mentioned a few of them but there there's so many great mm. healers and teachers out there it's it's amazing um but part of of that is is having quiet time um meditation you know to to go within and um and you know be in touch with your intuition too and be in touch with um, some people call it spirit. Uh, some people call it source energy. We can call it the universal energy field. You know, connect into that vibration. That that's real important. Um, and so, with the law of attraction, yeah, the, being present um, w- when you're when you use meditation or reflection or prayer. You know, there's different techniques. Um, you, you become you become more present. Um, and you focus on that too. So you let go of. So when you meditate, for example, and you can do it just in a few minutes. You can do it longer. You you know you let go of those those thoughts of the past or worries, and you try to just focus on the present. And so with meditation and reflection, if you do it long enough, and there's you know various techniques too um, of that. But if you do it long enough. Um, then you start becoming more present in your life, you know, when you're, when you're, you know, out, out and about day to day. And so that's, that's so important is just focus on what's right in front of you on the present, on the person you're talking to or the deed or action you're doing. And, and then again, that kind of purifies your vibration. It, it takes away all the stuff, you know, that, that distracts us. And that's really important again for for law of, law of attraction is is to be in presence. So there's there's lots again different tools and techniques I learned. Meditation is one. Again, there's there's lots of ways to meditate. Uh, prayer and reflection too. You know, it just depends on the person. So, it, but quiet. If we how how what do you recommend for us to bring our desires to us because. The desire is, no matter what it is, it's, mm-hmm. the world is abundant and everything mm-hmm. is accessible to us. So how do you recommend 
being present and bringing our desires to us. What what's some of your favorite steps? Yeah, well, again, you know, uh, grounding with with meditation. So, and again, or so you know, being, and again, it can so be. So you're saying be thankful, appreciate, and that's going to uh, accelerate what it is that you want. So you can yeah, you, you yeah. can focus and, on. I want to see more of this nature, more of the time. So, in order mm-hmm. to that, I've got to. Uh, take a part-time job or or get mo- a lot more money so I don't have to worry about being in a job nine to five. I can experience nature more, right? Yeah, yeah. And so there's lots of different ways, but, you know, visualization is important. I'm putting out, like you said, the gratitude about that, um, about the life you want to see um, in yourself. Um, journaling, of course, is oh, a great yeah. way to powerful um you know there's so many there's so many ways but uh again you know trying to get present letting go of all the i'll call it all the garbage you know we have in our selves um being more present trying to you know be again a compassionate person again when you're compassionate you bring on that higher vibration and um some people talk about yeah if you have lots of trauma or healing you need to do some of that healing but then you need to to move on and let go and then you can start yeah visualizing uh, focusing on on what what you want to manifest so um that's what's so important about being present um and being mindful it's all it's all attached to the to the law of attraction um so you could actually um want to or you're putting out that vibration that you want to heal all the pain from a past issue so that you're no longer stuck and that's probably a great starting point so that you can release all of the garbage right yeah that needs to be like step number one right yeah yeah things are are holding you back that you focus on a lot from the past um, yeah, you you do need to work on those and heal that stuff. And again, there's so many ways, so many different healing methods um, out there to do that. Um, but you can do it. You can self heal yourself um, just by letting go of that. Uh, forgiveness is a big one. Oh yeah. Um, and forgiveness of yourself and forgiveness of others. Um, that doesn't mean you know you're. If something happened, it doesn't mean you're forgiving the deed or whatever if it was a traumatic event but but you you know if you if you let go and forgive others and act in compassion it it does change your life and it does heal you but it's yeah it's really important to deal with that stuff um but a lot of us you know we we're always thinking about things we're thinking about the future too not just the past you know and our minds are constantly going and that's why so it's really important to to focus in with meditation or prayer, reflection, um, journaling, and take time each day to do that. Um, morning's a great time to center yourself before you start your day. Evening too, um, when you you know when you're you know when it's quiet. Um, and I I do small meditations and prayers of gratitude all the time. So you can do a walking meditation too. But take time each day to kind of just focus, breathe. Breathing's real important. 
and just focusing and letting go and being present and you're saying being grateful, it makes such a difference and you, and you slow down and you calm down and your vibration raises and that, okay. that changes you. That so and, and again, it changes people around you. It changes the world. So, um, so it's really important to, to be mindful and to, to use, you know, I, again, I keep going to meditation. It's real important um, to, to be quiet and to reflect and and not always be on the go and busy. Right. Make sure and take care of yourself through some quiet time and through some reflection time, through some journaling time, through some time with nature, which is a huge healer. Yeah, huge healer. Yeah. And so that's yeah, that's a really important in people's lives to, to do that. And so that's where I try to really help people change and be more mindful is incorporate some of these techniques and tools into their lives and it it does change you it's amazing so you have um a lot of workshops and retreats coming up right yeah i i have a new website i I kind of on my business 2.0 and i'm doing i'm starting to do some online workshops too and courses i have live workshops i use uh nature I, I do wilderness workshops. Um, I'm about, well, we're not very far from where I live. I have a base camp up in, in the wilderness, and so I invite people up there. And, and um, But I also do in-town stuff. Um, I try to use nature. I try to use, again, um, meditation. Um, but I'm starting to do some online work, too, which is real exciting. So a lot of people, you know, want access to things, you know, on on their time, they're busy. And, oh, sure. And so I'm so I'm trying to, to reach a wider audience too, doing doing that. So a lot of my workshops are nature based, mindfulness, conscious living, meditation, sacred silence, which is you know part of, of you know being quiet and learning those tools and techniques. Um, you know, and the conscious living has. And mindfulness, it's connected to the law of attraction so much. You know, there's so many overlaps. And so, I'm, yeah, I'm coming up with lots of new courses, you know, all, all the time. And I have a new website, so I'm getting more organized, too, with my online courses. And Yeah, and um, you're, I'm, I'm real excited. Your website is trans, transformingourselves.com. Yeah, transformingourselves.com. And, um now, again, I've been in business about 10 years, but I'm kind of on, you know, my 2.0, so to speak, um, with the new website. Um, and, again, offering more online courses. Uh, some I offer a, a, a three, free 30-minute initial consultation as a coach or counselor um, and see if, you know, if I can help someone, a good good fit, at least give them some, some um, steps, you know, to help their lives. So... I try to offer, I think people really want, they're, you know, they're looking for, people need free information. They need content. So yes, I offer. Yes, and you know what? We didn't mention that your book, uh, 30 <laughs> Steps to Conscious Living, is a free ebook. It's a free yeah, ebook right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want, yeah, I want to give that to people. I mean, I've had it out a, a few years. I republished it this year, but it's, it's a it's a few years old so it's a great book and so what i'm going to do I, I do workshops both online and in person on conscious living so i figure well i'm going to give out my ebook free 
to get people going and get people excited. And then I'll offer, you know, various courses and, and uh, um, you know, different things that they can do, counseling, coaching. It's transformingourselves.com. Thank you so much, Brian. Yeah. Thank you, Jules. It's, it's been an honor. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com. And have a great week.